0: Without it, I'll be there with the hammers of justice. And make me mistake, I will fucking kill you.
1: It's not who I am underneath, but what I do. <laughs>
0: You
1: want to get nuts?
0: Come on! Let's get nuts. Let's dance, bozo. Hello, and welcome to Gotham City Limits, the premier podcast for all things Batman. He is Vengeance. He is the Knight. And I'm Em. And that's Autumn.
1: Hi. Right when you threw to me, I started to burp. I'm sorry about that. Oh, yeah. Great. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Keeping it classy over here at uh, GCL Central.
1: <laughs> um, did you uh read any comics or watch anything this week?
0: So, I um So I kept going with the, with the, where I was in the comics, which is this resurrection of Raz Al Ghul miniseries that stretches from Batman to Robin to Nightwing or whatever. And I'm not through it yet. Mm -hmm. I got distracted. It's been a busy week for other podcasts and stuff. So I haven't gotten through it. And also I have to read like a, I hate jumping through like an event, you know, like tracing. Oh, I need to go look up Robin 168 or whatever. Um, and also, it's about Raza Ghul. Is he apparently was like for real dead, but he's back now. He took over someone's body, like like uh, like like, Ch- like Chucky, like Child's Play Chucky. He just took over someone's body through magic, and he wants to take Damien's body and like be in that. He's like, ah, oh, this is the, the you you built the perfect vessel, daughter, for me to inhabit. And she's like, no, no, I he he's my kid. I like him. You can't have him. It's a it's a whole mess. Hmm um but also it's just got miserable art on the batman side and um you go to the other ones you're like man nightwing's in like a weird place like he's not really a cop i don't think he's a cop anymore but nightwing's always been kind of a book that's like when it's good it's kind of despite itself um (laughs) (laughs) robin is just about how uh tim drake fucking hates damien um but for, I would too. Yeah, but like for, for, I've always considered Tim, Dr- I don't know how true this I've always considered Tim Drake the like really grounded one. He's like, I just figured out Batman's identity. I'm smart or I'm smart enough to do this. I'm just chill. Like being a superhero is hard because I'm just like a teen and my dad sucks and I'm like living my life, but I'm just like, I'm just doing the best I can. So him to be like really like jealous and weird about Damien is just not a character trait I associate with him as a character. Um. Mm. But I guess I don't know. I'm not like that well versed in like Tim Drake, so I you know, who who can say? Yeah. Uh, and then I started watching Gotham again and uh the thing about Gotham is that it is like 24 episodes a season and they're 45 minutes long. Yeah. Titans is also like 45 minutes, but there's like 10 of them a season. Harley Quinn, there's like 10, there's like 13 of them and they were all 22 minutes. That's perfect. That's what I want. If I could get Gotham at 22 minutes an episode, it'd be the greatest show on earth. Uh, instead it's just like, <laughs> I'm like, please pick it up a little bit. There's a great bit where the penguin and the, he's not the Riddler yet, but he's basically Edward and Nygma are like roommates right now. Cause the penguin was on the lamb and he was recovering and Edward's still the like forensic expert at the GCPD, but he's like a serial killer. And he's like, you can help me be a better killer. And the Penguin's like, I don't want any part of this. You are cr- for real crazy. I'm just a guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then they introduce Mr. Freeze and there's a recurring gimmick about not, they're like, they're argu- like, uh, Bullock's arguing with Gordon whether it's Freeze or Fries. And like, well, it's, it's, it looks like it's Fries, but you know, Freeze makes sense because he freezes people. And they ask his wife because she's not frozen yet. She finds out her husband's a serial killer. It's a bad time. Um, she's dying, like, obviously. She has the thing, and the, the plot's are roughly right. the same. But, like, during the interrogation where they tell her, like, her husband's killed a bunch of people, and she's like, I'll help you catch him because this is crazy. Uh, Bullock, like, is the one, His like, Columbo one last thing is, how do you pronounce your last name? And it's Fries, actually, but the paper's already wrong with Freeze, so he's Mr. Freeze now. <laughs> Which is a very stupid plot point, but I liked it a lot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the reason that... Because I've watched a, an okay, I've watched a little bit of the Arrowverse stuff, and the reason I don't go back is that it's twenty-two episode seasons, and forty-five minute episodes. Also,
0: there's like five uh, shows airing at once at some point.
1: Yes, yes. that's like a
0: hundred. That's Robin. like hundred and twenty-five episodes of television in a year. You have to watch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's too much. That's like it's that's like much. what if
0: what if all of a Star Trek came out in a single like
1: calendar year. Well, and also, like, I, um, because I watched, like, a little bit of Arrow and a little bit of The Flash, and then Legends of Tomorrow was on TV, so I was like, oh, I'll just watch Legends of Tomorrow, because it's the one that's on TV right now, and I didn't fucking understand what was happening, because it, like, is constantly referencing shit that you, so you have to watch Yes, Legends of Tomorrow the is, is the
0: fun one for everyone <laughs> who liked all the other ones, and just characters who died in those get pulled out of time to be in
1: that, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, it's just like you just have to watch all of those shows, and it's too many and um forty five minutes is too long for any t v show to be uh yes,
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll probably keep watching uh, it. I do want to watch Gotham, but it's it might not be particularly quickly. It's not gonna be like Harley Quinn where I just watched it in like a like two weeks.
1: yeah, I finished Harley Quinn uh <laughs> in the time between episodes. that show's fucking amazing. It's really good <laughs> um oh my gosh i love this show um was really um uh uh didn't expect to feel seen by the fucking harley quinn tv show harley quinn is not other than the animated series is not a character i've ever had a particular affection for um like i like her in this show Uh, or, I like her in Batman the Animated Series, and I like her in some other stuff, but, like, there are people who are, like, just Harley Quinn fans, and, like, that is just not something that I relate to at all, that is not, like, uh, how I feel about that character, but I felt, like, I I get it now, I get it, I love Harley Quinn, I love this show, um, they just put me in the TV show, it's great. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Um... That's uh, that's very funny because I definitely uh, like. Uh, while I really like Harley in this show, I see myself as way more of an Ivy as the show depicts. Oh her. yeah. <laughs>
1: um. So season one is like season one's good. Um. Season one is uh. Season one's really good. It's all about her getting out of a relationship with Joker, like we talked about. And then the thing that I you thankfully didn't spoil me on is that season two is about um like. Uh, Ivy and Harley just being like on again off again and uh Ivy's like not sure about this whole being gay thing and doesn't want to like um break up her like good nice normal like het relationship uh and but Harley's mostly mostly because Harley's a fucker who cares it's (laughs) (laughs) it's not really
0: about the gay thing it it never comes up in that way it's literally just her being like you are you ruin every good thing you've ever had why would I ever take a chance on you (laughs)
1: yes exactly like harley's just like set your life on fire who cares like just do- i do it every week
0: you know you just you just can't live like that forever unless you're harley quinn i mean hopefully she'll figure it out she deserves it but that's her problem it's not anyone's fault but hers
1: <laughs> um yeah, I was um, something that you said uh, maybe on here, maybe just on Twitter, was that like season two is like a lot more of an, ambi- uh, an ambitious season than season one is, and I I really agree with that. I really like I really like all the places they took Harvey and Ivy's characters in that season. Um, they
0: do No Man's Land like in the background as like the plot for them to do for like the first
1: <laughs> half of the season. And It goes relatively unremarked. Yes, plot. <laughs> it wasn't until like the. Like, when um, they first start doing No Man's Land, I'm like, I didn't register. It was, like, the second or third, because she, like, makes a list. She's like, I'm going to kill the Penguin, and then I'm going to kill the Riddler, and then I'm going to kill uh, Mr. Freeze. And she, like, gets rid of the Penguin, and I was like, okay. And then it was, like, partway through the Riddler or Mr. Freeze episode. I was like, oh, wait, they're doing No Man's Land, aren't yes.
0: they? <laughs> and then you get to the point where Gordon's calling up the president and being like, make us a real part of the U.S. again. I will take back this city. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um Gordon is maybe my biggest complaint about the show. Yes, I, I just think he's like I don't I think the stuff with him and
0: Batgirl like ended up on like an interesting take on that. Like there was stuff there at least, mm-hmm. which there hadn't been before. Um yeah. and I'm really not familiar with this version of like the Barbara Gordon like Burnside version of the character. I didn't I was done reading comics when that character happened. So it's like totally yeah. foreign to me.
1: This is like this is more or less just like the version of Batgirl that I know best. Okay, um, but like, I, I liked her in this. Uh, I liked her in this season. Um, <clears throat> but she's kind of just like a side character, and so when she shows up, she's like, ah, I was like, ah, that's the Barbara Gordon that I know and love. Cool. Uh, but she wasn't like, you know, yeah. the focus in any sort of way. In a, but in a sort of an interesting way, to where I wonder like she might end up being more of a focus in, like, some future season. Yeah, maybe. Um, Who can which say. might be fun. The thing you know. with this
0: is there's no way to predict where they're going to go with anything because the show's just willing to... Like, you know, Harley Quinn fights Granny Goodness for control of the Parademon army, and that's just, like, a single episode plot point.
1: <laughs> yeah, there, Granny Goodness is fucking done in five minutes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um because that's it's i love the way that this show uh is totally willing to like i don't know i'm used to a lot of batman and dc stuff being a little bit too precious about it like oh we're not gonna like um you know like the whole premise of arrow as a show is that like oh we can't use batman because like that ip is too valuable so we're just going to make a batman show with uh green arrow in it you know um I'm very used to, like, DC stuff being very, like, protective and, like, not letting you just, like, play around with all the toys in the toy box. Um, Harley Quinn is not that show. Harley Quinn will introduce Granny Goodness for five minutes and then, like, fucking, like, get rid of her. Because the show, the episode is actually about how Harley would rather um, sell her soul to Dark Side than uh, think about her feelings for even two seconds. <laughs> uh, it's a fucking great show. Um, yeah. And then the other thing that I did was I watched, um, uh, Batman Beyond Return of the Joker today. Oh, you said you were going to do that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, fucking phenomenal movie. Um, just one of my favorite Batman things. I kind of forgot. I kind of forgot how much I love this movie. Um, I don't want to like spoil anything. Um, because, I, we'll probably end up talking about Batman Beyond here so, at some point. Um, yes.
0: Yeah, there's there's definitely things in that movie I don't want to spoil for people.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I assumed you'd seen it, but yeah, yeah. I don't want to like... I don't want to like... People should watch that movie. I really like it. Um, it's very funny to watch that movie and then go back to these particular episodes of Batman the Animated Series, because in these episodes, I think of Batman as like a very young guy, and the Batman in... Batman Beyond uh especially that movie is the one who's like oh I've put a bunch of kids through this fucking ringer to to fight my fucking private war and I feel bad about it um and I'm just going to brood about um brood about like all the like children's lives that I've ruined um so uh if you like you know bat family stuff if you like Batman legacy stuff if you like um robin stuff uh that movie's really fucking good is what i'll say uh one of my absolute favorite like batman stories without a doubt (laughs) uh terry mcginnis is like fucking great i wish that that character got to do anything anymore um i just love him (laughs) um yeah
0: is there not like there's there was definitely like some bat there was like a, a brief ongoing batman beyond thing right
1: they've so they've done batman beyond ongoings on and off here and there yeah. um i have read let me so like i know kyle higgins was writing it for a little while and i read those and didn't care for them even a little bit um it like seems to be a thing that starts and stops a lot because it's like I don't know. It just it, yeah. It just seems to start and stop a lot. I guess. Um,
0: I don't think that's necessarily like a bad. Th- I don't think everyone need. I don't think every character needs ongoing, right? Like it's it's impossible to sustain. I'd rather have stories when the stories yeah. are good and someone wants to tell them. But I do. Um, I mean, that's a character that should just keep getting revisited, right? That's that's my
1: feeling about it. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wish. Um... I guess the thing that I would want for um, Terry is like some way for him to just fit into the regular DC universe a little better Um, because I don't like, I really love him and I would happily read if someone uh, said to me like, Oh, this, these particular like storylines from the Batman beyond comics are good. I would absolutely go read those. Um, But maybe also the thing that I want is like some way for him to just like Show up in a random issue of Batman as like Batman's sidekick, you know? Like, I just, I like that character and would want for there to be a like way that he could fit into normal DC shit a little better than he does right now. Um, um, apparently they did, apparently they did a big hush storyline with Terry in the comics, which seems. Oh, do we get no. Cyber Hush? <laughs> I don't know uh i get like it's gotta be that i forgot um i forgot until i was watching that movie how much of that movie is just like y2k the matrix i mean that's um, what batman beyond is right like yeah no no, and i like knew it in my head but as i'm watching the movie i'm like oh wow (laughs) the whole show is just like that uh because everybody I, i feel like everybody knows um how turn of the millennium that um theme song and the like op is for that show um but the whole sh- the whole movie is just like that you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh it's really fucking good
0: my because i never got super into batman beyond that movie and the batman beyond stuff that trickles into uh justice league is kind of my like main perception of batman beyond
1: oh right isn't isn't Batman Beyond, like, one of the very last arcs of uh, Justice League or something? Uh, it's
0: at the end of Season 3, because they didn't think they were getting a Season 4, and then they got a Season 4, right. so no, but yes.
1: <laughs> okay, okay. Because
0: uh, Justice League is a show that, like, ends three times, and they just kept renewing it, like, oh, okay, I guess we'll make more, then, whatever, it's fine. Um, but it does mean you get <laughs> interesting, like, visions of what the end of that show would be, and one of them is, like, centered on Batman Beyond stuff, and that's a really good episode.
1: I Yeah, I don't... There are some episodes of Justice League that I remember super duper well, and there are some episodes that I'm like, oh right, I I I know that that happened. Um, I think, um, like, I knew that Batman Beyond showed up. I couldn't. Have you I couldn't see Have you seen
0: that, 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 episode? that
1: episode? Probably. Okay. Do you want me to tell uh, you? You Justice... can bleep it out.
0: I'll tell you if you want. I'll just you have to bleep it out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just tell me. Uh, that's the episode where like. Oh, my God. (laughs) And it's about a story of, like...
1: Oh, my God.
0: (laughs) You have to bleep all that out. (laughs) Just you reacting. Just leave you reacting.
1: Yeah, the thing I was going to say is that um, Justice League is a show that I watched when it was on TV, but I've never, like... Other than I watched the Christmas episode every year on Christmas, so I have not like...
0: so Oh my god, that episode's so good!
1: You mean, Sansa brought the presents. <laughs> it's my favorite Superman. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I've never done like a full rewatch of Justice League or Justice League Unlimited. Um, and I... I should, because uh, it's a good show. Um... <laughs> uh, oh. That is that is dumb. That Batman Beyond thing you just described is dumb.
0: It's incredible. <laughs> it's like it's, <laughs> it's genuinely really like heartfelt and like beautiful and sad in the way you that these shows get when they're at their best. Um,
1: mm. I loved
0: it. I remember loving
1: it. Um, I, I'm I might end up watching that episode tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, should we talk about? Uh, uh, um, Batman and the animated series. Uh, yeah, we can do that. We
0: do have a thing we do here. <laughs> Our episodes this week. Uh, we're Two Face uh, parts one and two. Uh, the story or teleplay was Randy Rogel in the first part. Story by Alan Burnett, directed by Kevin Altieri. Uh, let's see, the second part, is that the same? (laughs) That's the question. Oh, it doesn't say, it just says part, okay. Um, yeah. Uh, this aired September 25th and 28th of 1992. I'm gonna not, I'm not gonna limit you to five sentences, you can do what you want here.
1: I, I think I can get it in six. Okay. I think I can get it in six. Ah,
0: that's fun, because it's a multiple of two. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um, okay. Okay. So, let me let me where am I starting with this? So, um Harvey Dent is uh campaigning for re-election and one of his promises is that he's going to take down all the big crime lords like uh Rupert Thorne. Um sentence 2. Um Thorne decides to take down Dent by um like, trying to get dirt on him, and what he uncovers is that Dent is seeing a psychiatrist to treat his, like, sort of multiple personality disorder, quote-unquote, uh, where Harvey has a, like, a re- lot of repressed anger that manifests as a separate personality, uh, for him. Sentence three, um, <clears throat> um, sentence three, uh thorn brings uh harvey somewhere to blackmail him and batman shows up to try and save the day but um in the like in all the action there is an explosion and harvey's face is damaged uh so that he becomes two-face that's episode one um episode two um fast forward six months um two-face is like hiding out from the law hiding out from batman and trying to like exact revenge on rupert Thorne. um batman um is having like terrible dreams as he tries to um as he tries to figure out how to save his friend uh and is just like really torn up about this whole situation um maybe I'll do seven. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway. (laughs) Um, So, um, Thorn, um, you like exploits, uh, Harvey's, uh, fiance to like figure out where he is. And Thorn is going to like get Harvey killed. Uh, but Batman shows up to save the day, but two face doesn't want him to save the day. And, ultimately the way that batman defeats two-face is by like throwing a bunch of coins at him so that harvey cannot find the coin that he uses to decide to uh kill people or let people live basically uh and it's a very sad ending as um grace and heart like grace walks with harvey as he's taken to arkham asylum and you know batman and commissioner gordon are talking about can he can there is there any hope for harvey to be saved uh and that's the episode <clears throat> that might have been seven sentences that last one kind of like got away i'll from be honest i was
0: not counting so you could have said anything yeah. and I, it would be true <laughs>
1: um so these episodes are fucking incredible
0: <laughs> they're good they're good uh, it's just like they they talk uh in like is it dini was talking maybe bruce tim was like this is the first time that we really like you know hit where we were going for we've redefined it and we're doing an adult version of batman that is like interesting and still appealing to kids and you know i think that's fair like these this starts like the villain introduction stuff that we'll get in like you know heart of ice or whatever that will kind of define what the show's about in a large part
1: yeah i think so i think um that like like, I think if you're a kid and you're watching this in 1992, you're just like, ah, there's a scary guy with a fucked up face. And there's, like, all these sort of, like, cartoony action sequences is like, Batman, like, throws dudes all over the place. But, like, I also just think the story is really fucking good here. Like, I just think they do a good job with Two-Face's origin.
0: Um, you know? Here's my question. And th- this episode, mm. part one and, like, some of part two play with this a little bit. Two-Face isn't... The Two-Face part of Two-Face, like the the fucked up blue man part, is not like repellent enough to make him like a Phantom of the Opera disfigured guy, I feel like. (laughs) I'm not saying he's like hot, but he's not unattractive still.
1: (laughs) Do you have a preferred Two-Face where he does look fucked up enough to be repellent?
0: I think I, I think like I always, ultimately I think like ultimately like the dark knight version of this is like better cuz it, it literally just makes him look like a burn victim or whatever but I hate that version of two-face in literally every other way so I feel weird saying that one
1: That is that's what I thought. I was like I I guess from a certain point of view um like from that one perspective dark knight two-face is pretty good but in every other aspect I hate that character. <laughs> um
0: I like the um is uh, the the long Halloween Two Face. I think that's like a good Two Face. That one's fucked up. That's a fucked up guy.
1: Uh, let me remind. Let you. me. I'll, I'll send you an image.
0: I'll send you an image. Don't worry.
1: Okay. Um. Um. I like this Two Face because he almost comes off more as a like Frankenstein, um, or a. What am I going for here? like a creature of the black lagoon like sort of like the monster but mostly it's about the tragedy yes. of uh of it Okay, this is a good fucking Two-Face. Yes. This is fucked.
0: <laughs> yeah. The thing, the thing about this is like, I don't necessarily care about like how Two-Faces like Burnside looks, but he does spend an entire scene in this ep- in at ep- part two wearing like a-, a mask over his face. Like it's Friday the 13th part three or something. Um, <laughs> like we've got Baghead Jason here. It's part two. Sorry. It has Baghead Jason. Um, but it's just silly. I think it's silly and I don't like it. <laughs>
1: It it looks goofy it it because for parts of the episode it does the very classic thing of like oh we're gonna show him in a very like sharp profile so that you only see half of his face and I I would have if I was directing the scene I would have said well just only he's only gonna let Grace see the good the side, good side yeah. of his face at first that initial introduction
0: but, where he's like looking at her from the the right side and the lightning
1: flashes as he turns fucking incredible. The animation in this episode is fucking amazing. (laughs) Um, Like, they just go for it in this episode. There's, like, rain that, like... Does not look like it was drawn on. Looks like it was, like, painted on or something. Yes. It was hard to tell what that effect was. There is um, a really
0: good... When they first take the bandages off, and they're, like, harkening back to the, like, Joker scene in 89 or whatever, the, the element when they take the bandages off is, like, a painted background. of You only yes. see, like, the chin, but it's, like, really striking that they did it that way.
1: Yes. I was so upset that they didn't... Uh, you didn't get to see the whole... Um, uh the whole painting at any point, um because it looked fucking great um mm-hmm. this episode also has like you know there's like lightning constantly, and like Batman riding around on motorcycles because I guess at this point Bruce Tim had seen Akira and um was just into it um
0: <laughs> they they uh, they moved this like they sent this to t m s and t m s is like we're putting motorcycles in it. you can't stop us
1: <laughs> um. Yeah, this is this is probably the best looking episode so far. Um, it's either this or like
0: the, the the first episode, but in a different way, right? Like that's definitely has yeah. just a different vibe to it. But yeah, yeah, for sure. This is I th-
1: this one feels showier. This one yes. feels like we're fucking swinging for it this time. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Um. Also, I di- I just really enjoyed. Um, all the, like, little oh, I would like to point out, for the record,
0: people? TMS, I wanted to make sure. TMS did, in fact, work on Akira, so okay. like, there's no guarantee there's like crossover in TMS. It is a big studio, but you mm-hmm. could very easily have had people who like worked in some aspect of Akira working on this at, at that point.
1: Well, and also, I, I know that TMS also did Return of the Joker, and that is an extremely occident movie. Yes. <laughs> um, but also,
0: especially in the early 90s, that's the one anime that, like, animators would have seen.
1: Right, exactly. Um. um but yeah, I... It's just it's just a good episode. I really enjoyed all the, like, side characters they just, like, introduced that are just kind of cartoon people, like Tweedledee and Tweedledum, who are um, uh, Two-Face's minions, and like, all of the people who are hanging around Rupert Thorne just being jackasses. Um, like, all that stuff I thought was, like, really fun and very, like, I don't know, quintessentially Batman to me, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah i really like the
0: this it's weird because they introduced rupert Thorne in this episode who ends up being like a recurring character in a lot of stuff but it's it's weird because like i feel like if they had more awareness of the kind of show they were writing they would have built up this idea because they've already built up harvey as like a character that have built up the idea of like the old mob in gotham that's giving away to the costume villains which is like what gotham's about and what a lot of like early Batman mm. media ends up being about, like first couple years of Batman being Batman. I mean, not like 1930s media, but like right. this idea that Gotham City was owned by the mob, Batman showed up, and then because Batman showed up, a bunch of weirdos showed up and eventually pushed out like organized crime or made organized crime get real fucking weird.
1: Right, right. <laughs> Cause I think of, I think of his Two Face as like one of the villains who. Is most is closest to uh, organized crime in Batman, and he's a fucking weirdo. Yes. <laughs> um,
0: the, other th- the other thing I like, just because of how we watch these episodes put together, or whatever, is he at most is probably like three months out from asking Pamela Isley to marry him, and he's immediately like, I know, <laughs> engaged to another lady.
1: <laughs> yeah. So the, the the in the first part of this episode, I was like thinking about like. This is like such a young Batman to me in some ways mm-hmm. cuz like Bruce is just like hanging out at parties and just I don't know seems to actually be flirting a lot more than like yes. you know the sort of play acting that I associate with him yes. um he doesn't have a Robin he's just like Dick Grayson is oh, away at college you can't say this <laughs> Okay Dick Grayson's away from college away at college but um he seems so like Early 30s yes. fuck up Playboy million billionaire yeah. guy in this episode. Um and so I was thinking about that, and then as I was thinking about it, in the next scene, it's like Harvey uh has a new <laughs> fiance <laughs> like three months later. Yes. And it's like, oh good, okay, great. <laughs> uh
0: it's weird because like this this episode goes really hard in sort of like a like psychological profiling and like therapy uh like psychotherapy like framework for hit for two-face that like is at least on like television it's like a really su- like surprising thing to put into a kids show but it ha- it's not mm. aware enough to talk about the part where harvey's a guy who h- always has to have like a woman to fixate on while he's doing this stuff or like what that means about him like that's not actually in the awareness of what le- they're talking about yeah here. um generally, like, the first episode is about the idea that Harvey, like, is a good guy but has this repressed anger that he's been dealing with that he bottled up because there's a kid that he, like, it, it, the kid was, like, a bully, right? And then Harvey stood up to him and then he mm-hmm. was in the hospital for appendicitis but no one told Harvey that's why and so he thought it was his fault Um, and just bottled all of his, like, anger forever. Um And it, it manifests in a, a persona that is basically Two-Face or Two-Face called Big Bad Harvey's like, just a the aggressive, like you know, m- macho guy with like a grow—he's got right, a Batman right. voice. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is like this is like interesting work and whatever—it's fine. This is fundamentally not what Two Face is about to me because mm-hmm. 2 Face to me was a, like harvey dent is a guy who believed in justice right like in the way that batman and gordon believed in justice and maybe even better than that yes. like this is the thing dark knight's about where he he believed that thing that things would work out the good yes. guys would win because that's what that's what justice in the universe is um unfortunately he works in gotham city and that's not how anything works and the, <laughs> it went so badly for him that it's not about the part where he's like burned you don't even need that like you could, you could, you could fix Two Face's face, and it wouldn't make him stop being Two Face. It's the part where he has no belief in like human mercy, like compassion and rightness. That he only right. uses the cosmic justice of like fifty-fifty chance to to
1: believe in like God's justice. <laughs> right, right. Um, and it's there's almost that in this episode because um, Grace is telling him like you know um stop letting a coin decide everything for you like take control of your life Mm -hmm. um and just like is not understanding that like it that doesn't like matter to him (laughs) he's taking control of his life and the control that he wants to take is murdering people but letting a coin decide it you know
0: (laughs) yeah there's a um, um the thing you know Dark Knight Returns is fraught, but it will continue to come up. At some point, we should maybe read it and just talk about it. I think that'd be fun. Yeah. But there's a really great yeah. in that, uh, Two-Face has been finally released from Arkham. He got plastic surgery. He's just like a normal guy. And he's like, I'm, he's cured. We're letting him out. And like Batman goes to talk to him and interrogate him. And there's this great set of panels where they're talking. And it's like, Two-Face, he just kind of looks like Lex Luthor because he's like a bald, older guy now because it's Dark Knight Returns, but it, it shows him talking and then it shows like, like Batman's perception of him. And it's just the two-faced side has taken over his entire body. And then in the same, like, reflected panel of him looking at Batman, he sees Batman as just, like, a bat demon. Um, and it's just... I'm going to send you this page. It's just incredible. Um these panels in the middle here.
1: Right, 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 right. Okay. It's probably been 10 years since um, I've read Dark Knight Returns, and I saw this first panel, and then I immediately knew everything that was happening. I was like, okay, yeah. Yeah, the idea (laughs) that, like,
0: it doesn't, like, it's not about, like... This episode, especially like in the middle, but like at the end of part one and the beginning of part two plays so much in like the disfigurement is the thing. And it's just like, he is a character whose worldview was shattered. And that's the thing that makes him dangerous. Like Batman's a character who is good because he holds a coherent worldview that he will cling to like desperately. And anytime you get evil Batman, it's like, I've compromised my vision. I, I compromised myself to achieve my ends. And that, that made me a bad person. Uh, Two-Face is a person who doesn't believe in having like a conviction. It's not worth it. Uh, at like great loss. Not like the Joker is like convictions yeah. are dumb because they're they're who cares? Random, whatever. Right? That's why Two-Face <laughs> is a good villain because he, he 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 could have been Batman and he just just enough things went wrong for him that he wasn't.
1: Right, right. Um and he's also like the guy that Batman couldn't be because he was going to do it like by the books yes. in a way that Batman never yeah, was. Yeah, he believed um, in the
0: system. He's Harvey Dead, district attorney. Please vote for me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right, which then makes it like makes any story where he's not Two-Face yet work because he already, before he is Two-Face, sort of reflects a, like, failure on Batman's part to, like, uh, not be able to clean up crime without becoming Batman, yeah. you know?
0: And there is some of that um, in the second episode where Bruce has, like, a nightmare about Harvey that turns into a nightmare of his parents, just the people he's failed, and that stuff's really good.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that shit's really good. I that That sequence is really good, too, because... For the first, like, second or two, I thought it was Harvey's dream of getting chased by Batman, and then you realize it's Bruce's dream about why he couldn't save Harvey, and it's it's just a good little, um, it's good, you know? Yeah. Um.
0: I do, I, I do. I, and I, oh,
1: go ahead. I like that, uh, in his dream, he's wearing the Batman outfit, um, I just... I'm not one of these people who's like, oh, yes, Clark Kent is the secret identity and Superman's the real guy. But I do like when those lines get blurred in a character's head. Yes. You know? Yeah, for sure. Um,
0: Um, I really like that even though like you know harvey i don't think two Face ever is like a good guy in this show again he still like saves batman right like he is a person who has and there's a bit where batman walks right up to the, if this was a movie he would have taken off the cowl or he's like people care about you. he's like i've never seen you in my life batman why are you talking to me like this and normally <laughs> he'd tear off the cowl and be like i'm bruce wayne we were buddies we, we were roommates in college it was weird um <laughs> do you think batman knew about like do you think bruce had any inkling during their college days that harvey had like this dark side and just like because bet because bruce is a person with this just didn't like see that as a problem right he's like everyone's got one of these right <laughs> like that's just normal
1: <laughs> well yeah because um he's like because harvey is like i lost my temper bruce is, bruce says you did more than lost your temper you weren't yourself out there um it implied to me that he's seen Harvey lose his temper before. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Um, um, I just so yeah, I, I absolutely just want, would believe that.
0: <laughs> I just want the episode that's about Bruce and Harvey as like twenty year olds getting kicked out of a bar. Like you can't come back here. Like he was so fucking rude. You're not allowed. You're all. You're both cut off. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, so he, so Harvey ends up saving Batman from Rupert Thorne or whatever, he like kicks the gun away. And that never really, it's, I don't feel like it ever really comes up again in this show, but like the idea that Two-Face is a villain who still doesn't necessarily like, he doesn't have the out, like he doesn't want to destroy Batman, right? Like he just has a goal to take down crime through his own vision of like what justice looks like now. And he, the, he's right. gonna do that through, through sheer violence because violence, like that's the only thing the universe seems to understand is that might makes right.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um. And in that way, him and Batman are like kind of two sides of the same coin, right? Like that's the interesting. And pun unintended. God damn it. Um, but
1: <laughs> I was about to start booing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, realized what I had said. But like that's that's like the interesting thing there. I don't know. It's just it's just cool to see. And like I said, I don't think this show there isn't that much Two-Face in the show. It's the thing that, they're so they're so infatuated with the Joker that I just feel like Two-Face is kind of yeah. not a well-utilized villain in the show.
1: Yeah. Um and yeah, like obviously, I I think they're gonna go on and use uh, Joker really well, but like, yes. yeah, I just the the two Harvey episodes we've gotten so far have been so good, and I like I don't wish this was the show, but I wish that there was like more. I wish there was more Harvey before Two Face, and I wish there was more Harvey as Two Face. Yes, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I. Um,
0: I mean, I guess like the framework of a, like an ideal Batman show would have year one expanded out to be like a much bigger part. Like, not, you don't have to adapt year one directly, right? But like the ideas of year yeah. one, which is like Batman shows up, Gotham's not ready for him, and the the like people like Harvey and Gordon immediately go, "We can use this guy. Like, he's willing to work with us. We can get shit done." Finally, then um, how badly that blows up in all their faces before it ultimately doesn't. Hopefully, I mean, to me. Th- I have to believe that Batman is good in the world of Batman. Otherwise, what are we doing here? Like, why am I bothering with this thing? But I understand people who go the other mm-hmm. way. It's like, Batman's bad, actually.
1: <laughs> I I mean, like, this is sort of... I think this is the thing that, like... This is the concept that I think Long Halloween is trying to get yes. at. But Long Halloween just doesn't stick the landing for me. No, I I mostly like like Long Halloween. I remember
0: liking Long Halloween, though. It's been a long time since (laughs) I've seen it, since I've read it. But I remember thinking it was, I mean, it looks
1: incredible is one thing. But, yes, um, <laughs> yes, the Tim Sale art, it like absolutely carries that yes. book. The so writing to me is like, ah, take it yeah, away. Yeah. Um, but there is, but yeah, there like, is I the, think
0: you could, there's that big splash where like Gordon, Bruce, and or Gordon, Batman, and Harvey Dent all shake hands like in front of the bat, and you're like, they're gonna fucking do it. And, you know, you know, the books about that not happening, <laughs> but it's like incredible. That's what you want.
1: <laughs> yeah. And like, yeah, like I think, I think you could do like a whole TV show that's just that. Um, and, I guess I guess the thing I was uh I was reaching for there was that like I think you could do a really long series that's just that sort of stories um and um like long Halloween casts this long shadow or now people either just adapt year one or adapt uh long Halloween and then just kind of like you know move on um and I would just love more just like stories set in that time frame, you know yeah.
0: yeah for sure man i'm just i looked up panels and like they're, they're yeah the panel of all three of them standing there and then it, like in the guilliman church there's one from the end of the book where it's gordon 2 Face, and batman again uh it, man it's just good there's just some good like art happening in this book i should reread this it's been a yeah. long time
1: yeah tim tim sales fucking incredible yeah <laughs> um
0: but yeah uh Otherwise, yeah, you're right, like th- despite this not being how I want to read two face, I think as like a way to take this character, it's totally valid, and I think there's interesting stuff here and this is so much more interesting than like the this original like poison Ivy origin they gave her right like this is at least digging into the material in a way that's like useful yeah. and and cool like worth talking about, yeah. Also like a big two-parter Which we'll get other two-parters And I don't I don't think most of the other two-parters Are like consistently as good as this one I think often they have like one obviously good episode And one like not so good episode um, Or they're just bad there's, there's like one two-parter in this That I remember just being bad So, you know
1: uh, I'll be curious when we get there Because I definitely I had a moment where I was watching um, I watched um, Return of the Joker And I watched this And I was like Maybe they just they should only ever do two parters, which is the answer that they eventually got to yes. with fucking Justice League. But um, I was like, man, these this show is so much better when it has some room to breathe, <laughs> you know. Yes. Um. But yeah, we'll see because I don't remember. This is definitely the two parter that I remember best. So yeah. Um. Other than is the Ra's al Ghul one a two parter? I believe so. Okay. I I remember that one pretty fucking well.
0: <laughs> um Demon's Quest, oh, yeah, nice. Demons Quest is episode sixty and sixty one in the way we do them, so
1: Oh, that's a long ways off. Damn. Yeah. Damn. That's like damn near the end of the show. No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> There's a lot of the <laughs> shit. It was it was damn near the end of season one on this yeah. list I was looking at was the actual <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, uh, do you have anything else, or should we just wrap it up?
1: No, I think I'm done. All right.
0: Um, I guess then, next time, uh, we will be covering It's Never Too Late, uh, which is just a, a Rupert Thorne episode, if I remember correctly, so we'll get more of him.
1: Oh, right. I forgot he's a character that just continues yeah, to show up. Yeah,
0: Because they realize once oh, they yeah, open okay. the, like, we can do just mob story, uh, like, bucket, they just decide they can do mob stories, in which they're right. They can. They should.
1: Oh right. don't okay, I know this episode. Okay,
0: cool.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, where can people find you online, I guess? You
0: can find me online on Twitter at EM underscore being You can find all of my podcasts at neuromapping.com. Uh you can check me out at Patreon at where we do the Great Gundam project. We recently started watching Planetes. We finished Big O um and started watching Planetes, and that's a cool show about people who work and live in space cleaning up space debris, because it's 2070 and space all junked up with garbage. Uh, and so they just have to live there and clean stuff up. And it, it sucks to be a janitor in space. It's good. It's good anime so far.
1: Um, You can find me on Twitter at a underscore coffee. You can find all my other podcasts at export Um, You should listen to um, ornate stairwells. We're doing a Tokyo drifter episode tonight, which will come out. Uh, the day after this episode comes out that you're listening to right now. So if you, uh, Tokyo Drifter is the best fucking movie ever made. So, <laughs> um, I hope people enjoy that episode. Um, and also by going to exportod.io, you can give us a dollar a month on the Patreon, and you'll get ap- access to episodes of this podcast early, ornate stairwells, hot singles. Um, you'll get um uh back to the Ark, the Marble Hornets podcast that we do. Well, I don't do it, but uh my wife Nora and Olivia do. Yeah. Um so yeah, do that. Yeah. Um also uh
0: Bagand Book Club. We the first Bag episode Bag and Book
1: Club. I knew I was regardless, something, regardless, regardless I of which
0: feed you listen to, whether you're a patron or you listen to the free feed, yesterday the episode the first episode of Bag and Book Club came out. <laughs> <laughs> um and we covered the first half of the hobbit it was a really good episode and i was i was nervous but i think we it ended up really good and i'm really happy with it so um you yeah. can check that out does that have a url yet i don't actually know you're the url person
1: um my um export odd.io slash bag end i feel like i set that up okay
0: um and yeah
1: not yet but i will i will try to do that by the time this episode is okay out, so. and yeah
0: we'll just in since it comes out kind of like in the in a two-week cadence and it'll always be the day before this podcast goes live i'll just keep plugging it every two weeks so look forward to that because <laughs> it's good you should listen to it
1: it's a good fucking podcast i was really happy with how that first episode worked yeah. out so
0: uh until next time batman, batman.